Hey everyone, this is Tony, Dungeon Master of D&D Raw. And before we begin, I just wanted to say, if you enjoy D&D Raw, we would love it if you would support us on Patreon to hear new exclusive content and updates before anyone else. By contributing as little as $1 per month, patrons enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. Our higher level patrons get access to DMs notes, outtakes from our episodes, and the chance to add an item, NPC, or encounter to a D&D Raw episode. We wanted to thank all of our Adventure Tier and Above patrons for their support this month. So thank you Jeremy Kleinhans, Grimfuse, Fen the Goblin, a Linux fan, and Feral Joe. To find out more about how you can join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. If you're not able to support D&D Raw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Next week, we have Serviceable Plots, Episode 20. And now, Rumble Squad, Episode 19. Smell what the boulder is cooking. With me today are the following players. I am Chris, and I will be playing Orc Fireforge, the Hill Dwarf Forge Cleric. Hi, I'm Jane, and I will be playing Nissa Turin, the Gnome Arcane Trickster Rogue. I'm Nick, and I will be playing Leuven Cromdell, the Half-Elf Alchemist Artificer. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Elaine Fox, the human barbarian druid. Last time, the party waited and discussed what they should do in their prison, while awaiting further instructions from their captors. Meanwhile, Nissa was visited in a dream, as Bai offered her a deal of freedom in exchange for just getting close to Vashti. The two agreed to terms, and the party was able to escape, with a little help from Demean. They then traveled south, and miraculously met up with Vashti, who had rescued their donkey, Anvil, and recovered Oryx's cart. Vashti escorted the party the rest of the way off her territory, where they then met with Boulder, who offered them a place to rest and recover after their ordeal. So, you guys are leaving Boulder's home and headed towards the stream in the direction that Boulder had uh, commented on, and you begin to make your way there, and it's pretty peaceful around here. You can actually hear it off uh, a little ways in the distance. It's not a far walk, it's just five to ten minutes before you arrive at this very clear-looking stream. You notice lots of just odd shapes in the stone. There's not a lot of, like, grass and foliage here, but there is a lot of earth and rock, and some of it's smooth, some of it's, like, jagged, but the terrain itself on the path to the stream is pretty worn. The land around you rises and falls with large rocks and thick trees that surround the path. As you arrive at the stream, you hear the chirping of birds and the soft, rushing water of the stream, giving a sense of calm to the air that is very different from how the past couple of days have been for all of you. At one point, you all kind of notice Demean just, like, taps Aaron on the arm. And Aaron looks over to you and is like, Demean wants to talk about Staff Federation business. It's going to take just a minute, but we'll just be a little ways upstream. Yes. So, see you guys in a minute. <laughs> Demean just says, yes, it'll just be a moment. No worries. And they start to head off a ways so they can talk a little more privately. So, what are you guys doing? Flopping into the water. Like, yes. <laughs> it's cool and refreshing. And you're noticing as you're kind of in, it's a little, little bits of like sand and grit. 
I would uh, definitely be taking off my armor. Same. And like wiping it down, cleaning it up as much as possible because it's probably in a not the best of shape and, you know, enjoying the cool water. Just like, ah. It's probably a bit grimy and covered in sweat and dust and dirt. So, um, I, I guess while we have a minute group, what are we doing? What are we doing with our lives right now? <laughs> I am in the service of Yadamin. He guides my every whim. And where is he guiding you at this particular moment? Well, I'd be interested in learning more about that Soulforge hammer that we found in Neverhelm. Well, there's a lot going on here, isn't there? More than meets the eye, I'm starting to get the sense. And, I mean, people's lives are at stake, so I think we should stick around and investigate this the whole way through, don't you? I'm not opposed to the idea, but we're also not being paid or hired by somebody to do this. Our lives are our own, and I'm just looking to get paid to do the work, (laughs) to be honest. I mean, that's more of a marketing thing. We can work on that. What's Nissa doing, by the way? I'll probably eventually join in splish-splashing, making an effort-ish. Water's very minerally. So, Nissa, what are your thoughts? Part of me wants to get out of here, because it is seriously weird here. But another part of me kind of wants to know what's going on. And, I don't know, I guess I'm with Leuven. I feel like maybe, maybe people are in danger. And if we if we know, we ought to warn them. I don't know. I mean, we, we've already come through this far. Why not just keep going down this path? Uh, there seems to be a lot here that we can we could help with. I'm not opposed to helping other people. However, I don't know that we can really trust anybody back in Ascentheus. I mean, it took a matter of minutes for everybody to essentially turn and draw bows on us from what we could tell. I agree with Elaine. No coin makes for empty purses. And we don't know what the full story is in Ascentheus. Well, I mean, we have representatives from the Staff Federation here, if we report back in the right way and really focus on the severity of what's going on here, and there is a lot of severe stuff going on, by the way, I feel like there's a case to be made for a contract of some kind, or, you know, even the Nethany. There, there are other interested parties besides just Ascentheus. And, by the way, I mean, some of the people in the in Ascentheus who are being controlled, uh, they might need our help more than anyone, really. So are you suggesting we head back to Nephany or Staff Federation first, get said contract first, and then return? Because otherwise, it's going to do a job that we may not get paid for, because there is no contract in place. And helping people that we don't actually know if they need or want our help. Wouldn't an animal messenger or something be faster than us traveling through the forest and back? Probably, but I don't know that any of us have that ability. I would have to ask if Boulder does. Oh wait, now that I think about it, didn't uh, Domine Fella send off a message? You may be able to assist with that. It's possible. And it was unnatural what was going on in the Lady of the Spirits area. That was definitely off. But I don't know what we would have the capability to do. Just the four of us. Or even if we had Domine and Aaron, the six of us. Maybe we could make some more allies. I mean, if we try a little harder. I mean, it's not my thing, but you know. Friends are easier to make than allies in some instances. Somebody you take a drink with at the table may not have your back in a fight. Case in point, Asynthius. <laughs> I think part of it is not overthinking it. We'll do what we can as information is presented to us, right? But we definitely can't do anything if we leave. Aye, but there seems to be a definite lack of information in regards to all of this. 
can't really take much action until we know more about what's going on. That is also very true. We haven't been here long, but I mean, guardians who don't want to hurt us maybe can shed some light on this situation. I'm not going to lie. I like this place. I wouldn't mind hanging around here at least to recuperate for a few days and get our thoughts together, figure out what our next move is and what, what we want it to be, providing a certain unmentionable entity doesn't suddenly appear and try to destroy us again. So I guess we're all in agreement to stay here and rest? Yeah, I like it here. It's quiet and peaceful. I think we could all use a break. It's been pretty nonstop lately. That's true. And maybe that'll help us get our thoughts around, uh, you know, what the next step is. I we should probably pray on our next actions. Yes. We'll leave that in your capable dwarven hands. Pray and or reflect. Pray. Pray for all of us, please. No, I don't want no prayer said for me. <laughs> Question. It's a stream, right? Yes. How deep and wide is it? It's not very deep. It's maybe like five feet wide and between two and three feet deep. How strong is the current? It's not very strong. Because I was wondering, if I lay on my back and float, can I, like, float down the river? <laughs> You'll float down a little bit. <laughs> I might do a little bit of that, just like, ah. Bye, So Elaine just starts to float off a little, slowly. So seeing that it's not as deep as could be, I do a cannonball instead of a pencil dive. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Roll decks. Uh. Okay. 15. You don't smack your tailbone. <laughs> All right. Cool. You hit the water and kind of, like, start to lean back as you do so that you use your momentum to carry you a little bit and not smack straight into the bottom. You hear just this big woohoo as I <laughs> dive in. And roll slightly downstream. Yes. <laughs> Glad to see you feeling better. Bye. <laughs> there he goes after a lane. <laughs> I wouldn't float that far. Maybe, you know, a couple minutes and then get up and wade back. Give Nissa a nice big wet sappy hug. Aww. See, I don't smell anymore. Oh, you just <laughs> What? Get slimy, get off. Does the water have any extra properties, or is it just seem kind of gritty? Are you trying it? Sure, I'll try just like a little sip. Okay. Have you ever had like super minerally water? Yep. More. It's just like this briny, salty, metallic-y taste that just, you feel pretty good, but the water's got some weight to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So eventually, Damien and Aaron, you'll see them like heading back towards you guys. Did they get in the water at all? Did they clean up at all? Aaron looks like she did slightly, <laughs> but she has a similar look to Nissa whenever Nissa gets into like water like that and is goes to clean. <laughs> Just like Half a begrudging yeah. look. <laughs> like she tossed water on her face. <laughs> yep. Domine looks like he actually took time and got in the water, really. <laughs> like actually cleaned. Yes. So uh, you guys heading back to Boulder's? Yes, so. Yep. Cool. So you guys are heading back and you're walking along and you're starting to get a whiff of something, a smell, maybe some sort of soup or stew or something like this mix of like salty kind of just a scent of something cooking. I mean, you guys can all smell what Boulder's cooking. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> no. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. I love it, Tony. I love it. <laughs> so as you arrive at his home, he's actually outside. There's a stone pot that he's cooking in. I mean, it smells good. So you all come up. Have you been refreshed by the stream? It was lovely. I will say the taste has something to be desired, but it felt very wonderful. You are not a fan. I suppose not everybody is by the influence of the plane of Earth. I mean, it wasn't bad. It's just not... At the top of my list of favorite flavors. I understand. 
slight smile. Please. And he kind of reaches down and seems to scoop up these little clay bowls. Starts to take the ladle and pour soup into each bowl and hands them towards you. I would definitely take one. I would take one as well. Are there spoons or are we just sipping from the side? I mean, you see him and he just sips from the side. Okay. It's a vegetable stew. Ooh. Oh, a warm home-cooked meal. Thank you. I assume it's been at least a day or two. At least. Judging by the looks of all of you when you arrived. I... He just smells it, it, inhales it for a second and then starts to sip. Tell me of your journey here. I always like to hear stories from any willing to tell. Where do we begin? <laughs> well, you are clearly not from the Regorum, not from Miscentheus, and I am assuming you were not brought here, but came of your own accord. Yeah. I mean, we came here for a job. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, the Nephany sent us to do a job where we go and explore some ruins and take a look at this magical item and assess, you know, what level of threat it might be. We did that. We went to the Lady of Spirits' territory, a place called Neverhelm. Ah, the ruins beneath her lands. Yes, I've heard of the ruins there. I have not been myself. I think it can skip it. It is an unnatural place. What have you heard of it? It is far older than any I know of in the Ragorum. There is not much more than that. The Lady of Spirits, Vashti, and myself all guard something upon our lands. The reason why we chose these particular lands to bind ourselves to. I know you are aware of the portal to the elemental plane of Earth that is here. That is my guard. Vashti, I assume you now know what she guards. No. The city? Asynthius? Yes. In a sense? In a sense. I'm assuming you have met the old woman. Unfortunately. She, um, almost killed me, yes. Was she there? No. Ah, for I would not want to go stone to stone against such an entity as I am fairly certain I would not come out of that encounter in one piece. If she wanted to truly kill you, she probably would have. What's her involvement in this area? She wishes to gain power. Vashti never told me what it was that she took from the old Fae, but whatever it was and Vashti's binding to the land holds her power in just Isentheos. There was a time, not so long ago, when the old Fae had more power in this area. Vashti's guardianship keeps that power contained. It's terrifying to think that that hag could have had more power. Her influence was much farther spread for a time. If something was to happen to one of the guardians, could she gain more power? If Vashti is killed, her power will no longer be contained to just Isentheos. Vashti believes that the old Fae, this is one point of power for her. One nexus, one focus. The old Fae's been around for a very, very long time and will not only have one residence, so to speak. Vashti's attempts were to mitigate the amount of power that she had. She was aided at one point. It was apparently a servant of the old Fae turned against her. 
I don't know what became of him. Vashti, as far as I know, was the last to see him. So, Vashti now has something of the old phase, and something important enough that the old fae will do what she can to retrieve it and destroy Vashti if possible. So, these uh, nexuses of power, nexi, is there a way to totally remove one? There is usually a focus. Destroying the focus can break the control. And what are some examples of what that might be? And if I, you know, would know myself, I would comb my memory for it as well, Tony. Roll an arcana check. 22. So you're aware, like, it's it's similar to an arcane focus where it's this way of helping to channel power. So it's different depending on the individual. Usually it is an item that will radiate great magical power. That is the easiest way to find it. Okay, so it would be some kind of physical object, possibly high magical power associated with it on this plane. Usually tied directly to the area of control. So specifically Vashti's region. Vashti would have her own, I have my own, and the old fae would have one. Innocentius. Yes. It cannot leave the area of influence. Do I remember any kind of, like, large statue or some kind of monument of great importance that we would have seen in Asynthius? Nope. Okay. It could be small, though. It doesn't it could. have to be big. It was just a pot. During our 10-day uh, in Asynthius, was there any point where we got the sense that a certain area of the city was perhaps off-limits, forbidden in, in some particular way? Not based off of what you did or where you would have gone about. I mean, Leuven was crafting a lot. Right. Went to go visit Selassar once or twice, and then we're in the woods a lot. And I was playing with animals. So. The one moving about the city the most was Nyssa, but Nyssa kind of went into lots of shops more than, like, official places. So no, nothing that you guys recall on this. Right, okay, so let's put a pin in that for a second. That's uh, something I might want to get back to. But there's also this thing with the champion. Ah, yes, the champion. He has brought an unnatural presence to the Regorum. I sent a call out to those who have a connection to nature. He looks over at you, Elaine. I sense you heard this vague call. I did. Hello, that was me. <laughs> Slight smile. <laughs> <laughs> I would smile back. I had heard of you, so I can put the pieces together. The champion has brought something unnatural into the Regorum. He is gathering forces. I believe there are multiple parties at play trying to establish complete dominion in the Regorum. Like a spell weaver? He is an ally of the champion, yes. From what we can tell, so is the Ancestral Heart and the Fortuneborn. So what can you tell us about the champion? We've only heard rumors, but nothing really concrete. The champion has been blessed by the Abyss. He gains his power from the chaotic evil energies of the realm. And I believe he's trying to bring entities of that realm onto this plane. He is trying to make his own portal. I don't know his entire purpose, but he has powers that are not of this realm. I do not have the strength within me to stop him, as he has not come into my domain. I'm not even sure I could stop him in my domain with the forces he's gathering. If he does have the allegiances of the fortune born and the ancestral heart, he may be planning to make a move soon. His very presence sounds like an affront to the natural order of things in this world. It is. 
I would hope to stop him, or at least to stop the attempt he is doing to craft the portal. At the very least, if we can destroy whatever it is he is doing to bring demons into this realm. Would you know how that could be done? How the portal process could be stopped? There are several ways portals can form. I simply know the area that he has been residing in. Portals could form from constant presence of the energies of the realm. A powerful enough spell could open a portal to a realm, but only temporarily. My assumption is he wants to keep the portal open. His intention then would be to slowly turn the Rigorum into a landscape of the Abyss. Do you think the Old Fae would be in any way for or against that? I believe the Old Fae would fight against that. Hmm. There are several parties at play attempting to establish stronger control. The Champion is one, the Old Fae is another, but I do not believe that their goals will coincide. They have different methods, as far as I understand them. Vashti is doing what she can to contain the threat of the Old Fae. The Lady of Spirits is doing what she can to contain some other threat that I am unaware of, but there is something she guards there. My concern is if the Lady of Spirits, Vashti, or if myself are slain and our lands controlled, whatever the Lady of Spirits guards, whatever Vashti guards, will be let loose as another potential threat. But if you are thinking to turn the Old Fae against the Champion, they would not see eye to eye. I know that the Old Fae has brought many to her realm. They, the ones under her direct control, all reside there. Some been born in Cynthia's, others were brought. But they, as far as I'm aware, don't serve her through their own free will. Any who serve her, serve her under the direct control of her power, or, well, are originally servants of hers, but those are the infernal elves that she brings with her, and the fey creatures that she brings. I we met some of them already. Mm-hmm. I am sure if you encountered her, most likely she has dealt with you through her minions. So, those who are not doing it of their own free will, are they aware of what's happening? There are spells that allow you to take control of other creatures. There are also spells that help those creatures forget it ever happened. She is known to be a manipulator. I doubt anyone in Asenthias is even aware that this is happening. So, the Way of Spirits is guarding something, but you aren't sure... Oh, it is something, but what it is I am uncertain of, as the Lady of Spirits tends to keep to herself. And then, you know, Vashti is guarding something tied to the Old Fae, somehow. She took something from the Old Fae and contains her powers within Asenthias, yes. And you said you are guarding something. The portal to the elemental plane of Earth. I can keep the more chaotic elements at bay. If a protector guardian of the woods were to be slain. How would a new one come about? It is a ritual that must be undertaken to bind them to the land. Okay. And it would take quite some time to teach, to learn, and to do so. Because I'm wondering if one of the three of you were to fall, is it a race of time, let's say, Interested party A and interested party B are both vying to take that role. 
Is there any way we could stop said party that we didn't want that we knew about? Destroy them before they create the focus. Well, if they've destroyed you, I have a feeling that we are not in a good position. If they can destroy me on my own lands, yes. Can you leave your lands? I can, but for a short time. If I am gone for too long, the energy I have with my focus will slowly weaken. I am also not as powerful outside of my lands. You mentioned the Lady of Spirits is probably guarding something, too. I did notice a, a comment she made where she seems particularly not fond of orcs, given their alliance with the champion. Maybe she's holding some of the champion's power at bay. The champion is a newer entity, however, only having established himself in the past year. In fact, only seeming to appear as the gods pulled back. Do you think he may have some connection to that? Possibly. Hey, Tony. Yes. Historically, would we know whether perhaps abyssal portals have opened up before in the history of this world? You can all make a history check. 10. 6. 14. 22. So, Auric, having grown up where you did in the Thessian Kingdom, are aware of a permanent portal having formed, but not to the abyss, to the Shadowfell. It was a portal that nearly wiped out the city that you lived, Von Rim. Leuven, you know the Cataclysm. Those portals were all to the Shadowfell, however. You have heard rumor and reference to, like, demons being summoned. You don't know historically of any large portal having been formed to the Abyss, but you are aware that the Abyss is a chaotic, evil place filled with demons that will destroy whatever they wish. And to compare and contrast that with the Shadowfell, the Shadowfell is... A land filled with death, but it is filled with negative energies. But is an overall lawful plane. It's neutral. It's neither good nor evil. It's ruled over by the god Nezalim, but it did have undead entities as well because it still has negative energies on that plane. Whereas the Abyss is ruled over by the demonic god Archon, who is bound and chained in the Abyss. Okay. Basically, Shadowfell can be bad because it does have a lot of death. The Abyss is bad. <laughs> it is bad. You know, this has startling parallels to the Cataclysm. I mean, permanent portals opening, granted, to the Shadowfell and not the Abyss, which arguably some might make the case would be even worse. Yes, Demean pipes in. Much, much worse. Oh boy. Now, did you say that you know where the champion is currently? I know where he has been residing within the Rigorum. Yes. Currently, no. I cannot sense his presence. He seems to be able to avoid being detected through magical means. We may have a way around that. Oh, that would be incredibly useful. And incredibly dangerous. Yes. We don't know the full extent of the power of the artifact we found, but we know that we are able to scry upon him when we were trying to scry upon the Spellweaver, although he seemed aware of our presence. Ah, that is concerning. Aaron's gonna... So he was aware of your presence like he spoke directly to you? More like he looked at me. Oh, okay. Who knows how scrying works? Looks at all of you. I would shake my head like... Do any of us raise our hand? <laughs> you can roll arcana checks. I got a nine. Ten. Three. Sixteen. Suddenly it pops into your head, Nissa. In order to scry, an invisible sensor needs to be sent out to the spot. 
but there's still a sensor. So if someone can see the sensor, they know they're being scryed upon, which means most likely the champion can see through at least invisibility. Delayed raising of the hand and then, oh yeah, by the way. Aaron points at you. That, yeah, that's probably what happened. Ah. So he is aware that there is a sensor on him, even though he can still be seen by this method, apparently. Well, if you choose to look for him, he will be aware that someone is looking at him, but you will know where he is. We can also use this to our advantage. It gives us some insight into his abilities. Hmm. And to what he's doing. So if he can see that, though, he can't see who is doing the scrying or where they're doing the scrying from? No. So he can see the sensor, and he only knows that someone is scrying. He doesn't know who is scrying unless he technically is able to resist the effects of the scrying. But from what you've told me of the object so far, it's not really like, you can resist it. It just, boom, it does it. So it seems, I mean, if he resists it, he could be aware if he knows who you are and he can sense who you are. He might be aware if he resisted it before, but you said you didn't scry on him before you scryed on right out. So most likely, no, he wouldn't know at all who it was. I only ask because I don't, if we were to try to use the object again, I don't want to put anybody who's around us in danger by using it. I essentially don't want it to be traced back to our location. Right, so there's no way for him to know who was scrying on him. So we essentially could use it and see what he's up to. An additional point of concern here, Rydot was actively trying to find this thing, and I've now experienced the destructive power of scrying. I mean, if we were asked to assess this item and see if it was a threat, I think it could be a threat. We don't even know if Avantir Anvilik was mortal. Like, are we even sure this item should be in mortal hands? If enemies got their hands on it, bad stuff could happen, right? I mean, we haven't had a chance to really study it, so it's possible someone who wants to use this for harm, that could be a bad thing. You essentially, the whole idea was that you were trying to assess whether or not this would be detriment to the Nephany, and if it can bypass all of the Nephany's secrets, then yeah, that'd be bad. Sounds like we need to get you guys to take a look at this thing and see if you can figure more out about it than we can. I mean, just nods. Aaron is usually the focus of arcane study. I am better at tracking unnatural events, but yes, we can take a look at it. Considering the place that you found this in, we still intend to go back there. We will ask Lady of Spirits for permission, but you do not need to go anywhere near there. We don't need to, but we could. I mean, we could guide you. We know the place. I don't know that we know the place. We fumbled our way through last time. True. Would your presence in the Lady of Spirits' domain harm our efforts or help the fact that you've had a previous encounter with her it wasn't a pleasant encounter but we were told you know let her know before entering her lands again and ask her permission so if we got permission and we were really careful didn't set down any you know any traps you can say it any traps i know okay i will not use my spells for that then then it would probably be okay look when we last spoke clearly you have the feeling your job is done If you're willing to help us, that would be fantastic, and perhaps I can do more for you. But I will not ask you to go with us on this. It is our job to do this. And he looks at Aaron, which is kind of like slight shoulder slump. It's our job to inspect this. To inspect the item, to confirm what you have told the Nephany, and ascertain the threat that this poses. If you wish to help us, that would be a great boon, but that is up to you. We don't need to decide now. We don't intend to leave today. And he looks up and you notice like, it's evening? Because it took you guys several hours to get here. I mean, 
as a party, we had discussed that if we were to return there, some of us, more than others, would like a sort of contract in place to make sure that we are paid for our services, essentially. Because it's going to be dangerous. Aaron and I are being paid for our work here. At bare minimum, you can have a cut of our pay. At most, we can give you additional funding. I think there's a lot we can do here to try and help the situation. And so, yeah, if we were able to work out some kind of agreement, that would, I think, benefit all parties. I can see what I can do about speaking to the Staff Federation as they are helping fund us through the Nephany. Aaron? Yeah? Might as well finish studying that spell. Right. Okay. I guess that'll be a faster way to talk then, huh? It's going to take me a few hours, though. Yeah, Erin, get on it. Come on. How long have you been promising me you're going to learn this spell? I didn't have enough ink before. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> and by tomorrow morning, I can send messages out and I guess figure something out. We can negotiate in the morning, but mm-hmm. again, don't have to decide tonight. My intention is to get some rest. It has been a difficult journey overall. Yeah, no kidding. I- yep. Boulder, I did want to ask you more about what you had mentioned earlier today. Yes, I assume you mean of Zaraton. Aye. Well, you said you wish to know about the soul of the Earth, correct? Aye. What do you know about the soul of the Earth so far so I don't repeat the same information? Well, not much, to be honest. The only thing that I know is what I read when we were in Neverhelm, and that... In order to forge uh, the soul forge hammer, I have to let the soul of the earth be shaped by the speed of the air. The speed of the air sounds like another elemental. Most likely these are all related to the various elder elementals. I do not know what the others are called, for my focus is on the earth. I was blessed enough to have encountered Zaraton. I spoke with Zaraton communed with the beast, and he imparted in me a portion of his spirit. So I took on the title to represent him as the earthen soul. The soul of the earth that you are looking for is most likely a portion of this spirit. I see. So how would one go about acquiring this? You would have to either summon Zaraton to this plane, or go to see him. Zaraton, what kind of a... I don't know if I should use the word person, given what he is, but what kind of being is he? He is Earth itself. He is the very essence of the elemental plane of Earth, given form and shape, an ancient spirit. The stout folk as a whole have a kindred towards the Earth. I wonder if he would lend me his aid in this. It is possible. He is the earth, he is the stone, and he is the mountain. Is he the metal as well? He is whatever the earth requires, whatever the earth can give. Would you be willing to let me speak to him? Will you aid me in the Rigorum? To the best that I can. It sounds like we may have aligned interests. Help me close the portal that is being formed, or to free the people of Asenthios and allow Vashti some peace, and I will uh, give you access to the portal of the Plane of Earth. Very well. I swear I will do whatever I can to aid in these endeavors. You may rest on my lands for as long as you wish. Be aware, of course, the longer you take, the more forces that the champion will be able to bring under his fold. Should he gain the power of another guardian, however, 
These will be dire circumstances indeed. If another guardian were to fall, would you know about it instantly? What is your bond with the other guardians? Our bond is to the land. Most likely we will not know of it instantly, but my tie to the earth and to the plain and to spirits that surround us is strong. I will most likely sense an extension of the unnatural presence that has been pressing from the west. So you would know in short time, but not immediately? Most likely not, no. Okay. If Vashti were to fall, I would be a much closer tie, but if the Lady of Spirits were to fall, that would take some more time. Distance always has an effect on the connection. Would the Guardians be considered people of importance? Important enough for, say, a Shadarkai to watch? And why would a Shadarkai be on... Oh, yes. Depending on the Guardian. There was one in the Lady of Spirits territory. That is concerning. If there's one by the Lady of Spirits, it could be the Lady of Spirits may not be long for this world, or someone nearby may not be. Are you the only three guardians in the Rigorum? The Ancestral Heart is one, the Fortuneborn is another. There are several to the south, but they tend to keep to themselves and have small focuses. There's the Zealous Hunter to the east, but he maintains the border of the Rigorum and does not tend to expose himself much. Do they also protect certain things? They protect the area they are in, not guard against anything in particular, but usually they bind themselves to an area that they simply wish to call home. Whose domain is the champion in currently? Last I understood, he is west of the Ancestral Heart. What lies to the west of the Ancestral Heart? More woods. There was a guardian out there. I did not speak to her much, but... You see, he gets, like, real downcast looking. She is no longer the champion, so to that one. Has another guardian bound themselves to that region, then? Yes. He's looking angry. The champion has taken her place. The champion seeks to expand his power. So within that area, he would be much more powerful than outside of it. Is that correct? Yes. His power primarily focuses on seemingly the unnaturalness of the abyss, but he would have some additional strength in that lands, and should he open a portal there... So if possible, we don't want to face him in his domain. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get him off those lands first. My understanding is he moves often. He is clearly searching for something, and there is confidence in purpose in his movements. It is possible he is not there at this time. It is possible that he is, but he makes frequent visits. I believe to the Spellweaver, I believe to the Ancestral Heart, and perhaps the Fortuneborn as well, and if they are all working for him, it seems he is trying to ally himself with their forces rather than simply take them. The Spellweaver, to your knowledge, Rydot, is not himself a guardian, right? No. The Spellweaver is another unnatural presence on this land that I would rather do without, but as far as I am aware, the Spellweaver does not tend to bring forces under his command, but more use what he can and moves on. He tends to prefer to work alone, as far as I have heard. Hey, we have personal issues with the Spellweaver as well. If you can remove that blight from this realm, that would ease my mind. 
I think there's enough here also that a warning to the Lady of Spirits would probably be in order, so that's an additional reason to head out that way. It's possible she is not aware of all of this. As I said, she tends to keep to herself. If um, we do go into the plane of Earth to see Zaratan, are there certain um, points of etiquette that I should be paying attention to here? Do not assume that the land is not sentient. Okay. He gestures over to the side, and you notice some rocky outcropping shifts and moves and seems to settle again. For a brief second, Elaine and Auric, you think you see like rocky arms that extend from this boulderous form and just shift and like resettle. I allow the peaceful of the plane a vacation from their realm, and then they may return once they have had their fill of a different plane. At this point, would you like to rest for the evening? I have made up some beds for you within my home, if you are tired. I think we would all benefit from a rest. I do have more questions about spirits and things, but that could be after we've rested and recovered a bit more. Or you and I can sit and talk for a bit, if you wish. I mean, the water did feel nice and rejuvenate me quite a bit. I am certain. Well, if you wish, we can sit and talk some more, but the rest of you I will show you where you may stay for the evening. And you can make your decisions from there. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules as Written. Or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or a comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Catch you guys next time.